Hey everyone, and welcome to Sincerely Letty. I'm your host, Letty Shoemate, here to bring you truth and knowledge about history, racial justice, and more to help you connect the dots and see the bigger picture that is so necessary in our society today. Welcome back for another episode. I know it's been a couple of weeks, and there's been a lot of life happening. I mean, what else is new with 2020, right? Not just this year, really anytime, because life comes at you fast, right, y'all? And... Sometimes you just got to gather yourself. Um, but it's been an eventful week and a half, I feel like, for all of us. And I am very happy about Vice President-elect Kamala Harris and President-elect Joe Biden. Now, I did not send for Joe. I've said that many times on this podcast. <laughs> I did not send for Joe. But also, obviously, the current occupant of the White House just no. I'm not even going to get into that because that's obvious with me at this point. But what I also want to say is our country needs to remember that we still have to hold president, vice president accountable, right? And I want y'all to remember that with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Also, the work isn't over. The fight isn't over. I've seen a lot of people who are posting and saying that now things can go back to normal. Now everything is going to be how it was before. And y'all, um, just to let you know, that's a big no. Um, racism didn't begin and end with Trump, right? And this is why... In 2015, 2016, people were so shocked by Confederate flags and seeing these blatant displays of racism and all that stuff. I was just over here like, yeah, where have y'all been? Because this is the America that I've been living in. And to say and to think that because we will have a new president and a new vice president that racism just disappears y'all that's very dangerous that's not even very that's extremely dangerous and it also then shows that you do not even have an understanding of what racism is because racism is not just overt; it is covert and has always been that way there is an entire system like racism is systemic okay it is not just about people with MAGA hats it is not just about Um, people who are screaming racial slurs. It is not just about someone who's occupied the White House who has emboldened racists who support him. No, it is not just about that because a vote for Biden does not excuse you from racism. A vote for Biden does not mean that you are not racist. White people, talking to you. That's not what it means. Racism doesn't pick a side. But to too many people, that's what they think. Like, they think that, okay, well, I didn't vote for Trump. Therefore, I'm not racist. Like, have y'all been listening to anything I've been saying? Anything anyone else out here educating about racism and white supremacy have been saying? Like, no, you can still be racist and vote for Joe Biden. Have voted for him. And... Having the mentality of 
well, now I don't have anything to worry about. And now I've done my part and I'm good. That is why we're in the situation we're in in our country right now. Because of that. Because you think that because you did one thing, you went and voted for a Democratic president and vice president, that you are absolved from any responsibility as a white person. You are absolved from any accountability as a white person. Make that mindset go away and know that anti-racism work does not just end because Trump is not going to be in the White House anymore. Y'all, black people have been dying out here. Brown people have been dying out here. Police brutality, that issue is not going to go away because it's within a system of racism. Okay, there's a host of other issues that I can list out right now. But in something where like I've seen these posts, I've seen these comments about going back to normal. What normal? Because that is a very privileged thing to say. It's a very privileged thing to say. Because let me tell y'all, even whenever Barack Obama was president, People were out here marching in, in, in the streets about police brutality. Systemic racism was still alive and well. White supremacy was still alive and well. So no. I don't I don't see the whole going back to normal. Right? Like, and I really want y'all. To think about that. Because the language is problematic. Okay. And then also that goes into really what I'm going to talk about on this entire episode for a few more minutes. um, Posts that are frustrating. And now let, let me pause right here for just a second and say, do I feel hopeful? Yes, I do. I do, Letty. Yes, me. I can't speak for nobody else. I do feel hopeful. Yes, I do. Because what is it doing for me to not feel that um, after four years of what we've seen, right? But I'm also realistic. I'm also very realistic. And I know that it's still going to take work and everything's not just going to be fine and dandy. It's not this whole like, oh, we're America again and everything's fine. Y'all, 65 million people out here voted for um, Trump and like 55% of white women did. Oh my God, that number. Wow. More white women mooned for him this time than the last time. 53% last time, 55% now. What's wrong with y'all? I need for y'all, white people who did not, white women, gather your other white women. Because clearly, clearly, right, the reading that they may or may not have done this summer or whatever, none of that even mattered. Because y'all turned right back around and did what y'all always do, which is, Vote against yourselves. Um, and that's why even the last time with, with the women's marches and 
all these things. I was side-eyeing all of it. How was y'all like, y'all just voted for Trump. And guess what? Here we are again in 2020. The same thing. But anyway, let me just tell y'all also about some posts. This is really what I'm going to talk about this whole episode. (laughs) About posts that I find to be problematic. And if you follow me on Instagram at sincerely.letty, part of my my Patreon, you know that I'm going to be real. But also it's like, it's truthful and it's not about being negative, right? It's, it's not about being negative. It's not about uh, like this, this toxic positivity, which people try to do too, which is annoying. It's, it's not that. It's just y'all need to be held accountable. So let me just go through a few posts that are problematic. So things people have said, right? One of them is we need to sit and realize that right now, People who voted for 45 during this election feel like, feel how we did in 2016, right? Like, I've seen that. People saying, like, oh, well, people who voted for him, they feel how we did before, Dis- disheartened. I absolutely do not agree with that. I, not even in the slightest. People who voted for Trump in 2016 and in this election willingly chose to vote for a blatant racist and white supremacist because they too are racist. I'm not going to sympathize with racists. No. When he won in 2016, I cried that night. I cried. I woke up and I cried some more. Um, I felt hurt, disappointed, betrayed, angry, baffled. I felt so many emotions, confused, just because millions of people voted for him. Millions of people voted for a man, a white man, who made it very clear that he did not care about my life. Okay? Rhetoric that I recognize from history. Um rhetoric that uh, reminded me of calls to arms um, within lynch mobs, right? Like this, this rhetoric that made my stomach turn. And his rhetoric was and still is racist. It's who he's always been, right? And so to say, like, sit and realize that people who voted for him feel how we did. Absolutely not. I don't care. I absolutely do not care about how they feel because I don't care that they're mad that their racist um, president did not win. No, I don't care about that. And I'm not going to sit here and uh, prioritize that over my black feelings or my black life. Also, okay, another post. Another or other posts I've seen. And these, like, some of these, yes, are exact words, but also I'm sure that many of y'all listening to this have seen these too. But when people say, like, we need to remember to be kind and not divisive to one another, no matter how we feel. Also, getting an eye roll from me because this mentality has never saved America because America has always been divided. Racists abound and white supremacy continues to have a good old time in this country 
Because people want to say feel good things like be kind, love one another, instead of actually seeing their racism as problematic and dismantling a system that they benefit from. Because here's the thing, right? Whenever you say things like be kind and love one another, okay, I am being kind. I actually am being kind to you whenever I'm not fussing you out. Like that's... (laughs) I am being kind. That's just it, right? It's <laughs> and again though, that's that other like let me say this because I don't want to acknowledge my problematic behavior and my problematic racism, right? And so again, being kind has never saved America. How about how about this? How about don't be a racist committed to your racism, right? Committed to and proud of your racism. Okay? And again, like I said before, this goes for people who voted for Trump and Biden. I've seen it on both sides, people posting things, right? Don't, don't be divisive. Um, I'm sorry, but have you ever read any real history? Because <laughs> country's always been divided. And so, again, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you voted um, for Biden, right? Putting these posts up are also, in a way, um, tone policing, too, to be honest. I don't even like to use that word policing, but for the sake of what I'm saying right now, I'm going to say it. But, yeah, like, it's a way to also tone police because I'm still going to discuss and talk about and verbalize my anger. I'm still going to talk about um, police brutality. I'm still going to talk about socioeconomic disparities. I'm still going to talk about black mothers, um, black women who have a much harder time having babies in a hospital. I'm still going to talk about the fact that black people do not get jobs just because of their name. I'm still going to talk about all of these things, all of these issues. I'm, I'm still going to talk about every bit of it. That's not being divisive. That's being truthful and honest. And if we're going to do anything about moving forward in this country, it's going, to re- it's going to require that. And it's going to require white people to stop allowing their white fragility to come out. Because, like I've said many times, I don't care how many anti-racism books you've read, how many workshops you've paid for and you've you've attended how many movies you've watched none of that matters because you don't even realize how your white fragility is going to show up in the moment with something like this because it does every single time and until you actually practice and until you actually take time to sit with yourself it's going to keep showing up with posts like don't be divisive right and then really to go with the whole be kind not divisive thing. And I posted this on Instagram in a live. Um, well, not, well, not on a live. I'm sorry. On, on my story last week. To go with that whole be kind thing, my favorite is when people want to bring Jesus into it. Bringing Jesus into it without acknowledging, okay, truthful history about the time Jesus lived in is problematic. I mean, people act like Jesus was widely accepted by everyone. <laughs> That's not what happened. People called him a liar. They tortured him. And then they killed him. Matter of fact, they watched it happen. And they were glad to see him suffer up there 
on that cross. They were proud. They were proud to see it. Because they hated him so much. But then y'all want to bring Jesus into it. Mm -mm. The same people want to bring Jesus into it. Okay. Without acknowledging all the history. Okay. Without acknowledging the actual Jesus that I know. Not the white supremacy evangelical Christian Jesus. But my Jesus. Okay. Without acknowledging the fact that Jesus would have been out here protesting. Jesus, matter of fact, though, wouldn't even be here because y'all would have had him locked in a cage. But anyway, um, on my post on Instagram that I did about this, a friend that I've met on social media, Marcy Walker of Black Coffee with White Friends, um, she's amazing. But she um, made a phenomenal point in a comment, and I'm going to read her comment to you. She said, to bring Jesus into the conversation, yet ignore the history of the Israelites, Palestine, Herod, and Augustus is another way of ignoring history. Jesus lived within a time in history that was oppressive and painful. When folks ignore his history, this history, I'm sorry, they christened slave boats named Jesus. Y'all, I pinned that comment because I was like, yes, Marcy, because it's so true. You cannot ignore the context, right? And again, y'all killed Jesus. And it's this, this is, this is the same stuff that's always happened. And I look at these people, right, who want to talk about Jesus and all these things, and I'm like, you all want to take that every time and throw it out there like it's, it's doing something. Here's something, right? You all want to bring up Jesus. Y'all bring up Jesus whenever y'all were lynching black people. Y'all literally did it on church grounds. On church grounds. After Sunday service, you would go out. And you lynched black people. It was an event. You had preachers, deacons, whoever, who were part of the Klan, part of these vigilante groups, raining terror on black communities, reciting Bible verses. You had the same people who were throwing rocks and spinning at black children as they were walking into schools that were newly integrated. You had the same people who were purposely, purposely lying and imprisoning black people for no reason during the comic, like with, within the comic lease system. I mean, the list can go on and on and on, right? So miss me with all that because I'm not, I am absolutely 100% not here for it. Um... Because if you're going to post about unity and healing, right, and uniting together, know that those two cannot happen without fighting for the oppressed, pursuing racial justice, and acknowledging and dismantling systemic racism and white supremacy. You literally cannot unite and heal without doing those things. Because if you try to without it, then who are you really wanting to unite and heal? What, white people? 
because then you're not even acknowledging what black people, brown people, and other people of color are going through in this country every single day and won't stop going through it just because we have a Democratic president and vice president. And so I'm just here to tell y'all that whenever you want to say these things right and whatever, and I, I get it, okay? I, I get it that conversations need to happen. I'm right there with you. This is the work that I do. Yes, conversations do need to happen. Absolutely. But you need to go into those conversations ready and without centering the other person, okay, who is hell-bent on their truth, which isn't even truth, which is actually rooted in racism and white supremacy. Like, if I'm going to go out here and talk to someone, right, I'm not going to go, I'm honestly, and I'm going to be real with y'all, I'm not going to go up to them and be like, I know that you voted for Trump, but I just want you to know that I still love you and I want to work through this together. 100% no. That's not me. I am not going to do that. And I've said that to someone before. Like, I've told them, like, no, right, to me doing that. And they're like, but what would Jesus think? He literally, like, Jesus rebuked people all the time. What are you not understanding about that? And, and again, right, people want to bring that up. And I'm like, right, he also rebuked people and told them to get away from him. He did that. Um... <laughs> So what are you talking about? But no, I'm not going to do that. Um, And uh, the thing about it, though, is like, have I talked to people, right, who vote for and or who did vote for in 2016? Um, Trump, yes. But I was not entertaining anything that they were saying. Absolutely not. I'm not going to sit here and listen and be like yeah I mean I I can see how you would vote for him for for that reason for for xyz no absolutely not because racism and white supremacy are the like they're the big umbrella for all these other issues okay the same issues that you co-sign and that you voted for I don't get to I don't get to just like take racism out of things like I do not get to do that at all um, and so I just want y'all to think about that kind of stuff, right? That's not saying don't have the, the hard conversations. Yes, the hard conversations do need to happen, but it's how they happen, right? It's how you go about conversing. Um, something that I'm going to do next year, early next year, is actually probably like a course or something online about like how to have these conversations whenever people say things to you like but but I'm not racist or but I voted for him because of this and I'm but I'm not racist like there's ways to navigate that um and so again yeah I mean I do recognize the need for conversations but what I'm not going to do is abandon myself my black self okay to coddle white feelings that's not going to happen. Uh, and so, yeah. But anyway, y'all, I had to get all that out. It was weighing heavy on my heart. <laughs> and um, 
I mean, again, yeah, like there's still work to be done. There is still so much to do. There is still so much to educate about. There is still so much for white America to choose to acknowledge and know that right now, Right now is remember you're going to want to be able to say, okay, let me just wash my hands and go on and move on to something else because I did what I should have done and now everything's going to be fine. I want y'all to know that that's what the system wants you to think. Oh, absolutely. That's what the system wants you to think. But none of these racial issues, none, none of these social issues go away in 2021. None of them. But anyway, with that being said... Like I've said on almost every podcast episode, if you're not part of my Patreon community, you should be. Patreon.com slash Letty Shoemate. Follow me on Instagram at Sincerely.Letty. I do hope that you all are taking care of yourselves mentally and physically and emotionally because, y'all, there's there's a lot going on right now. Um, There's a lot of trauma, a lot of stress. Outside of the election, I'm I'm just speaking right now with us in, still in a pandemic. So, hope you're taking care of yourselves out there. But anyway, thanks for listening. There'll be another episode next week. And as always, until next time. <laughs>